Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is May 12th. Today you guys, I want to take a look at kind of an unsung hero of the Book of Mormon. And that person is Gideon. Gideon lived in the time of King Noah. In fact, he was most likely a leader in King Noah's army. But I think it's important to recognize that even though there was widespread wickedness, extreme widespread wickedness, not everyone was past feeling. Alma proved that. And I think that there were several other people in that society that were not past feeling, that were feeling the light of Christ and understanding that the things that were happening under the reign of King Noah were wrong. Now, Noah, after Alma and his people had fled into the wilderness, Noah sent out an army to track them down and to kill them. After a time when they couldn't find Alma and his people, they returned back. And this army began to disagree. As it says in verse 2 and 3, there began to be a division among the remainder of the people. And the lesser part began to breathe out threatenings against the king, and there began to be great contention among them. So Gideon was most likely a leader in this army, and there is absolutely nothing to suggest that he was ever involved in the kind of wickedness that we see from King Noah and many other members of this society. And really, everything we know about him suggests that he still very much possessed the light of Christ. He knew that what Noah had done to Abinadi was wrong. Now, that being said, Gideon, being so upset with Noah and the way he was leading the people to destruction, tried to kill King Noah, and so maybe he wasn't making the most righteous choices. But the point is, here he is in a sea of wickedness, and he manages not to fall into wickedness himself. And that, I believe, is such an important skill that you and I need to learn for our day and age. We are living in a fallen world, and a very wicked fallen world at that. So it's important that you and I learn how to live in this world and to still make righteous choices every day of our lives. In the book, The Miracle of Forgiveness, President Kimball gives a story about three men who were applying for the job of driving coaches for a transport company back in the day. Now, the person who got the job would have to drive their coaches over long and really dangerous terrains on mountain roads. So the man who was hiring asked the first driver how he would do in such dangerous conditions. And the driver said, oh, I am a good experienced driver. I can drive so close to the edge that the wide metal tire of the vehicle will skirt over the edge but never go off. The employer said, wow, that's, that's pretty impressive. Then he asked the second driver the same question. The second driver said, oh, I can do better than that. I can drive so accurately that I can even get a tire to go off the edge and still not lose the coach. So the employer then asked the third man what he had to offer. And the third man said, well, sir, I can keep just as far away from the edge as possible. And that is the man who got the job. And that is the way you and I need to live in this fallen world. We need to stay so far away from the edge that it's not a threat for us. In 1975, Elder Stapley in the April conference said, Be aware and warned of the subtle workings of Satan, for he never stops trying to lead us astray. He is an expert on making things seem appealing and right, when actually they can bring about our moral destruction. He does not believe in free agency and would like to control our minds and thoughts and acts. We see his workings more and more in the movies, 
television shows, magazines, and the actions of men and nations. That was 1975. And for as much as they were seeing the efforts of Satan in movies, television shows, magazines, and the actions of men and nations then, we can see it so much more now. So it's up to you and I to stay as far away from that edge as possible and to choose what's right, no matter who is choosing what's wrong. One of my favorite stories of President Monson is the story of him at Navy boot camp when he knew that he had to stand up for what he believed, even if he had to stand alone. And again, this is one of those stories that President Monson can tell a million times better than me, so I'm going to play him telling this story. But think, as we listen to this story, what are those moments that you and I face in this world where we have to decide what we stand for and how firmly we are going to stand? They get presented to us every single day. So let's listen to this story and figure out how we can have the courage and confidence to stand always for what we know is right. Navy boot camp was not an easy experience for me, nor for anyone who endured it. For the first three weeks, I was convinced my life was in jeopardy. The Navy wasn't trying to train me. It was trying to kill me. I shall ever remember when Sunday rolled around after the first week, we received welcome news from the chief petty officer. Standing at attention on the drill ground in a brisk California breeze, we heard his command. Today, everybody goes to church. Everybody, that is, except for me. I'm going to relax. Then he shouted, All of you Catholics, you meet in Camp Decatur. Don't come back until 3 o'clock. Forward march. A rather sizable contingent moved out. Then he barked out his next command. Those of you who are Jewish, you meet in Camp Henry. Don't come back until 3 o'clock. Forward march. A somewhat smaller contingent marched out. Then he said, The rest of you Protestants, you meet in the theaters at Camp Farragut. Don't come back until 3 o'clock. Forward march. Instantly, there flashed through my mind the thought, Monson, you're not a Catholic. You're not a Jew. You're not a Protestant. You're a Mormon. So you just stand here. I'm glad to be alive today. (laughs) I can assure you that I felt completely alone. Courageous, determined, yes, but alone. And then I heard the sweetest words I ever heard that chief petty officer utter. He looked in my direction and asked, and just what do you guys call yourselves? Until that very moment, I had not realized that anyone was standing beside me or behind me on the drill ground. Almost in unison, each of us replied, Mormons. (laughs) It is difficult to describe the joy that filled my heart as I turned around as a handful of other sailors. The chief petty officer scratched his head in an expression of puzzlement, but finally said, Well, you guys go find somewhere to meet. Don't come back until 3 (laughs) o'clock. Forward march. As we marched away, I thought of the words of a rhyme I had learned in primary years before. 
Dare to be a Mormon. Dare to stand alone. Dare to have a purpose firm. Dare to make it known. Although the experience turned out differently from what I'd expected, I had been willing to stand alone had such been necessary. Since that day, there have been times when there was no one standing behind me, and so I did stand alone. How grateful I am that I made the decision long ago to remain strong and true, always prepared, and ready to defend my religion should the need arise. May we ever be courageous and prepared to stand for what we believe, and if we must stand alone in the process, may we do so courageously, strengthened by the knowledge that in reality we are never alone when we stand with our Father in heaven. Hold up your light that it may shine to the world. Behold, I am the light which ye shall hold up, that which ye have seen me do, close quote, that we may ever follow that light and hold it up for all the world to see is my prayer and my blessing upon all who hear my voice in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. May you and I always have the courage of our convictions, just like Gideon did. He goes on to become an incredible example of testimony in the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that we can always stand firm and true in our beliefs by staying as far on the Lord's side as possible. And as we do so, we can be blessed and protected from the temptations of the adversary. Thank you so much for listening today. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.